0: Welcome to Rowan College of Burlington County's Baroness Podcast. I'm Dr. Brooke Myatt, Program Chair and Assistant Professor of our Entertainment Technologies Department. I'm a co chair of the Women's Advocacy Group, a subcommittee of the President's Advisory Council on Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. This monthly series highlights women in leadership while encouraging listeners to build their skills, connect with the community, and visualize the opportunities available to women in various professions. Tune in for a female perspective on the Burlington County community. We are here to listen to these amazing women. If you want to hear from women who lead and inspire, this podcast is for you. Welcome to our September episode of the Baroness Podcast. I am so excited to have two colleagues here with me today. I have Michelle Martin, our Senior Research Analyst from Workforce Development Institute. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks for having me, Brooke. Of course. And I also have co-creative lady, Lisa Steinberg, who is our program coordinator of the fashion design and fashion product merchandising department. Welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me into this group. Of course. I was, you know, putting on different accessories and checking out my earrings and everything for today because I knew you would be styling. I had to be styling. But even though we're just on a podcast, I felt like I needed to step it up for you. Well, I appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) because she's always so stylish walking around. You're like, she must teach fashion or something creative, which I love. I stand out a little bit. (laughs) And we love you for that. So totally. But um, it's been kind of a crazy summer. We are back here at RCBC. We are in person. Um, I love seeing the campus full of life with the students back for fall semester. And there's a lot of programs, a lot of events happening. And I know, Michelle, you are actually doing so much programming over at Workforce Development. Why don't you tell us what you do at Workforce Development, and then we'll talk about some of the upcoming events you're
1: doing. Sounds great. Well, uh, what I do is I'm within business engagement and we um, work with our business partners, our community partners, as well as you know the students, whether they're adult uh, re- returning learners or uh, high school students. And we you know stand up these programs. Uh, what I essentially do is do the research, Uh, do the background to see what the industry trends are, see what types of job skills that our students need. And then we try to put some new um, programming together, something that would um, interest people and develop them. And perhaps that's something that, you know, long-term might become a credit uh, bearing program, but, uh, you know, we're the beta people. So what we, um, provide is, you know, opportunities for advisory boards and, uh, meetings where we can collaborate with other people within the community.
0: And I know Lisa, you do so many cool program, such great, awesome programming with the fashion design students. Um, and you just came off of a, an amazing spring semester with a amazing fashion show. um, Why don't you talk a little bit about your program, um, specifically maybe courses that you have. I know you have some really new, exciting courses, so everybody can know what our program has to offer here at RCBC.
2: So, Brooke, yeah, we come off the spring, and we do our fashion show, and we are back at it now. I hear (laughs) you. So fall just starts right there, and we're already talking fashion show. We've got the dates and everything picked up. Um, What's so exciting about coming back to fall semester is the new faces, and we show them our fashion show video that is done that we do over the summer, and they are so excited just to see that and know that they're going to be participating in it. And what I love about both of
1: you
0: is how we all kind of came together of, you know, both of you do this supporting our students, supporting the community. And how I met everyone was really my my first initial meeting was With Michelle, and I feel, Michelle, like you've been a part of Burlington County, like in so many different facets. And I love that you're now here at RCBC. But I first met Michelle over at the Burlington County Library in West Hampton, and I met her actually, I taught a lifelong learning class, which is kind of a similar situation of reaching out to the community like Mm -hmm. WDI, and it was an adult course. And every Saturday morning, I would teach the films of Alfred Hitchcock, and we got some great people coming. I mean, I had like 30 to 40 yes, did. people coming mm-hmm. every Saturday and it was really amazing. And I loved it. And then, you know, Michelle just came up and she's like, you know, would you be interested in like programming a, a, a filmmaking conference of some sort? And I was like, sure. And, and what was really interesting is you have been doing this creative programming, thinking these really awesome ideas, you know, same thing with Lisa, and that's kind of how you and Lisa kind of teamed up. So right. tell mm-hmm. me about that and, and, and how we all came to be the RCBC family that we are today. Right.
1: Well, I, th- I think what's really great is um, with Lisa, it was Maker's Fair, which was, again, at the, the county library, and it was a great opportunity to to show um, young children, um, how to make things, and um, you know uh, Lisa's team from 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 um, RCBC was there to to show how you make stuff, you know, which was really cool, right?
2: It is, <laughs> and it's interesting because Brooke, you said how you had met Michelle um, at the library. I actually met her there when I first started, <laughs> and they had all the fashion magazines, and they had a big showcase area for display. Love it, and I needed to find out how I can get my (laughs) students' work there and how I can get the fashion (laughs) magazines as well. Mm -hmm. And that's actually how Michelle and I met. And then later, because she also knew that I did a lot of workshops. At the time in the summer, we used to do, um, at RCVC, summer fashion camps. Mm -hmm. Love it. A lot of the employees that worked here would bring their kids to it. And then she approached me about the Maker's Fair and would I be interested in, you know, Helping out, participating, show and you know, that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Especially young kids who are interested in fashion. I, I think w-
1: I think what's so exciting about what we all do and how we all collaborated, it was like, We can do it. You know, sure. we can get together and we can come up with an, a concept and then we can see it to fruition. I think that's a really valuable thing that I've seen as like with the masterclass that you did in the filmmaking sure. and, um, and the uh, um, you know, the fashion uh, work that you've done and just, you know, that collaboration. And I think that's probably what I enjoy the most.
2: In fact, I wanted to mention when you mm-hmm. talked about workshops, you know, with uh, mm-hmm. workforce um, we have two new uh workshops this fall that we developed through workforce also. One is a fashion drawing class for high school students. And one Mm -hmm. is a sewing course for high school students. And it's going to be on campus. I'm so excited. So, Awesome. We haven't done this in three years since <laughs> yeah, COVID. No, sure. That's great. So just when you were talking yeah. about the workshops, I'm like, okay, aside from sure. running the program and and, and the... doing everything else that she does <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and teaching and doing. And yeah, love... Both of you. The workshops are so <laughs> much fun for me because that's the high school students. It's it's easier. They're so eager. I want to be a fashion designer. <laughs> yeah,
0: they love it. And you know, we're all talking about supporting our community and the resources. And I just kind of want to go back to the library because one of the things that we at the Women's Resource group have is we have some really amazing, um, library resources. So during women's history month, we put out a list of, um, films, um, that were directed by women that were edited by women. Um, I helped collaborate on that. Um, we put together a book, you know, monthly book club and books, um, supporting kind of women. Um, and I just think the two of you, Um, you know, adding to our committee has just been really amazing. And I wanted to kind of ask both of you, why do you think it's so important um, at RCBC to have a women's advocacy group?
2: So, Michelle, I know
0: you look like you're about to
2: chat and I'm like, I'm grabbing it. (laughs) No, go ahead, Lisa. Um, My whole career, I've worked with a lot of women and, you know, I was at at one time I was young and I worked with a lot of women who were in the fashion industry and they connected me. They helped me network. I didn't really know about networking. I'm a pretty shy person, even though I like to talk. And they taught me that. And um, when I came to the school to teach, you're, you're kind of isolated and there's different programs and they stay isolated. So, you know, having this opportunity, um, you know, to join it was such a great thing because I love to connect and I love to conceptualize and come up with ideas. And I think that's what's so exciting was that I'm meeting these amazing women who work at the college that I really don't get to speak to yeah. <laughs> because we're in a little world. Sure, yeah. And, um, and it's like, okay, what can we do that's related to women? And I think because... In the past, women were just not at the spotlight, or not as much. I know in my career and in the mm-hmm. eighties and even the nineties, sure. was kind of like I, I, you know, kind of taking that that little bit of that backseat. And I think that there's so much to be celebrated to talk about. So many things that women did in the past that were not spotlighted. I think, I agree yeah. with you.
1: Yeah, I, I think that um, you this particular group has really taken off in the, in the spring, I, uh, you know, with, uh, Brooke and Tiffany at the helm. Um, I, I really appreciate what they've been doing with all of the events. Like, like Brooke said, we had that wonderful, um, Women's History Month, you know, resources for, for all of us. And also, you know, the, um, I'm, I'm really big into women's health and, you know, it, the, uh, wearing of the red in February for women's heart health month, we did a walk and, uh, you know, so it was a way of trying to develop, uh, people, uh, it, whether they're men or women <laughs> to come together on the campus, um, you know, for, for the betterment of all of us really. And, uh, I love this podcast. I think this is great. The women you've had on so far, uh, they've been tremendous. I've listened to every single podcast. So well done. (laughs) Thank you.
0: I appreciate that. And, you know, going back to what Lisa said, you know, there is something about women like this connectivity on a different level. I don't even know how to explain it. Does anybody know how to explain it? Like we just we there's like there's like a bond, there's a connectivity,
2: there's like this I don't know, it's like this hidden kind of thing. Well, you know, when you say that, sometimes people are competitive and they keep it to themselves. And I never do. My husband always says to me, at least you give all the secrets away. <laughs> and, <I'm> like, <laughs> and you do that, especially as a educator. you have given everything to them, everything. Right. So it's kind of, you know, I, I mean, I started teaching again, you know, at Pratt Institute when I was 25 years old, they called me back. And I was so excited, I was freelancing at the time and I was working independently in New York. Mm -hmm. And for me to give that back, and I think that that's, that's the connection. It's like I have something that I think is kind of cool yeah. And I want to share it with you. And even just, Brooke, we were just having a little conversation. I'm like, tell me more about your career. I love it. I, want, I wish I did that. It's also like it gives you a chance to kind of yeah. pretend. You live vicariously. Vicar- live, I love that, Michelle. That's a
1: perfect word. Live well, we, vicariously. And we
0: support each other. Like we support We yes. support in the downtimes, mm-hmm. in the high times. Like I feel there's just like this vibe that we as women, as this force that, you know, not a lot of people see, um, we just have this connection and and I absolutely love it. And, you know, you were talking about like back in the 80s and 90s where women weren't a force in your industry and for and and the same thing for my industry. It's very a male dominated industry, the entertainment industry mm-hmm. for a very long time. And And I love that I'm part of this group to be able to support and, you know, do all the different things regarding all these amazing, you know, whether it's red dress, whether it's women history month, um, you know, we're going to be doing something for breast cancer awareness month. Um, and, and just being that like light on campus, I think is a really important thing. Yeah,
1: It's a very nurturing environment. I think, you know, within the women at, at, at RCBC and I think we allow ourselves some space and, um, say, yes, this is, Give it a try, you know, and and that's why I think I can do what I can do. And and I value that very much.
2: It also spills out to your students. Mm, I find everything that I do, every single day of my life, anything new, I bring it into the classroom and share it. And I think that by, you know, us as colleagues Mm -hmm. sharing it and then sharing it with your students, Going to elevate their level of education and just their level of what to expect when they go out in the industry that they're going to have more, right? They they will be in that spotlight. Absolutely,
0: I I totally agree. And I think probably Michelle, you even see it where you are that it's you know working at RCBC, we have students of all ages and all diverse backgrounds in, in the entire community. And what I love about you is you know even though you say, okay, Lisa's the fashion designer and you're thinking creative, whatever, and you're probably in this office that's, you know, (laughs) bland walls and all this kind of stuff. But you have such the mind of creating these unique, um, you know, classes and these unique programs and really getting um, the community involvement, like, how where did this come from? Like have you have you always had this? I mean, even back when the library you had all these ideas. You're like, let's do this with this. It was called Pixels in Motion, by the way. <laughs> I loved it. Our little um filmmakers masterclass we had and we had an entertainment attorney come in. We did a it was so cool. A screenwriter. Yeah, yeah, screenwriter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so cool <clears throat> and all the programming and that if, if anyone listening has not been to the main branch of the Burlington County library system, it is uh, amazing. Um, just from the children's programming to the community programming to the amphitheater outside, it's, it's, it's an, it's an amazing place in Burlington County and so many, um, free and accessible programs that people just don't realize. But But what's also amazing is RCBC has these amazing programs that you've kind of morphed over to the college. So tell us, where do you get that background of trying to figure all (laughs) these, I mean, these cool things? I mean, I just... I wouldn't have the mindset for this.
1: <laughs> I, I think, well, I, I just think my, my history is, is somewhat, you know, different from both of yours. I, I wasn't in, uh, I was in industry and I was, you know, um, I was in weird businesses like forklifts and things like that, you know, which, you know, doesn't lend itself to a lot of creativity and a document destruction, really oddball <laughs> things. But, uh, but what interested me was, you know, uh, was being, that sales and the marketing aspect of it, and how a business developed and grew. And so that always intrigued me. And so, to do that, you have to be very creative and you have to be um, easily able to pivot very quickly. You know, as you both know, you have to do it in the classroom. You have to do it with, with what you do, with, with design or, or, or film. Um, so all of those elements, and you haven't seen my office. It's not planned walls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy for that. So I just, I just, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so Good. so that, you know, that that, that sparks my creativity. So, uh, yeah, I love doing things like that. I love that, that, again, the collaboration, the interaction. It's like anything could happen. And let's let it happen. When I was at the academic library in Pemberton, when when we had that um, location, we did lots of um, open mic nights. And, oh, we had complete drum sets there. It was fun. Um, So if you can get away with it. Well, from forklifts to open mic (laughs) nights,
2: that's
0: (laughs) certainly a big spectrum. But I I, I love it. And, you know, just how you said you kind of have to be kind of moving and grooving with the times and changing Mm it up, you know, Lisa, with all this social connectivity of online content with fashion, you have also taken the program and have implemented some really new, interesting courses um could you tell talk to us about that yeah well
2: i feel like it's forever moving it's yeah, never it never stays it never stays still and well, that's i mean
0: because the fashion, fashion it yeah, does the
2: fashion industry yeah. moves really quickly the technology is moving really mm-hmm. quickly so i'm always what's next <laughs> um, and i've got some more <laughs> which i can't talk about yet but um i feel like it was like my little baby adding a, a photoshop class so photoshop for fashion was the big thing And um, I wrote the course um, with one of our instructors. She um, taught it because she was really good in graphic design Mm -hmm. and she had the technology. And I wrote it because I didn't know anything about it. And I wanted to learn it. So just being, you know, we had already had the illustrator program, you know, Mm -hmm. technology, fashion technology. But this was something that was very near and dear to me because I needed to learn it. And I wanted everyone to know it as well. So when I wrote the course, we wrote it as experimental. And um, I took the course also in, you know, the instructor, she taught me everything. I knew nothing at all. And we would... Literally chat about what should be the projects related to it, and from there, is able to write the course and put it into the curriculum. And it's running for the first time this fall on Monday nights at six <laughs> o'clock at Man holly um, We do have a different instructor. That instructor went on to doing a full time job, and we're very excited for her. And we have this wonderful new instructor who actually took classes. At RCBC Wonderful. many years ago. And they had reached out to me to take more classes <laughs> after she had her children. And we actually got her in and uh, worked with her. And she's teaching the class. This is such an exciting class. We run it. Um, everything the students do goes on to social media on Instagram. So they're awesome. trending, etc., cetera, et cetera, And I, it's such an important class because everybody in the fashion industry will need to use this. And it's a combination of whether you're designing or trending or um, telling story, I would call them visual, Mm -hmm. visual stories, actually. Uh, This is the best media um, to work with right now anyway.
0: Yeah. And I love that, you know, you said something about like, you know, this is what they need to do. We're always keeping it fresh. We're always motivating. Um, And so, what keeps both of you ladies fresh? What inspires you? Is is it is it a certain person? Is it is it you know getting up every day? Do you do something every day? Like, what inspires you? I know, like, ooh, I threw a big question. You're all you're all looking at me like, oh my god. Um, but what inspires you to keep
2: fresh and keep motivated and keep going? So, um, to me, every single day. I tell you, I'm, I'm a bowl of energy. So no, we didn't. We couldn't <laughs> we didn't tell. We didn't know that, Michelle. I was so I didn't have so that. surprised. Yeah. So, so if I don't have something, I'm like, okay, I'm going to read a book at least. I'm going to be interested in history. Mm. I always say everything and anything. I mean, I'm on Instagram now. I have an Instagram account for my fashion illustrations, and mm. I joined this organization, and so I'm always looking at illustrators that I like and artists and I correspond with people who live in Amsterdam and England and you know we like each other we write stories to each other so the connect connections are really far out now from that which is fantastic I'm inspired by anything I I just want to tell this very short story Um, When I first started teaching at Pratt, we didn't have syllabi, Mm. (laughs) we didn't even barely have curriculum. You kind of went in, it was a drawing class, and you just did what you think. And I was taking, um, on 18th Street in New York, I was taking this modern dance class. And I knew nothing about it, but I loved it, and I decided I was going to do it. And I had an amazing teacher who actually danced with Graham, Martha Graham, yep, And she was so inspiring that anything we did with our bodies in our movement, I would be on the subway heading to my class at Pratt the next day, and I would suddenly come up with a whole concept and an idea. I can't even tell you what it is now, but just based off of that, of what she taught us. So I think it's always, for me, my inspiration comes from anything and everyone around me that's... Got something to say. Sure. I totally understand. Michelle? Well, um,
1: I'm going to take a different tack. That's okay. How <laughs> um, well, good. I, I find that um, I, I love a lot of stimuli as well, you know, and I read extensively different types of uh, books. and um, But I think I like to go inward. Every morning, uh, I've, a couple of years ago, I, I started meditating daily. And I find that has had a profound effect on me and how I go through each and every day. I'm much more aware and um, present. uh, So I find that tremendously valuable to have that quiet time in the morning and maybe journal afterwards, not every day, but uh, for sure meditate. If I don't, I feel like I didn't brush my teeth. (laughs) It's kind of like that. Sure.
0: (laughs) Now the journaling, what do you, what do you, do you look back like Ever or do you? What do you do with the
1: journal? The I'm, journal. I'm interested. Uh, the journaling is just kind of a a free flo- flow. I don't know if you've ever heard free like flow. Yeah. Uh, Julie Cameron, you know, yeah. uh, uh, the Artist's Way, and I um that's just you know mor- morning pages. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> so like morning pages, and um you know where you just keep writing freehand, and you just yeah. it just you can see the evolution. So I try to to do that, and then sometimes I might be stuck on something, and I want to. It, you know kind of noodle around with it um, sure. but but uh, either way you know works for me I have that aha
0: like little book next to my bed with my nightstand so like I used to be ultra creative, like in college, it'd be like two, three in the morning, I'd still be like editing videos, because like, that's when I felt like I was the most creative. I was so like, never went to bed. I was always like on my Mac, old school Mac was like, you know, 75 pounds or whatever. Um, But like in the middle of the night, if I have an idea, like, I'll just have this epiphany and like, I'll wake up and just write. And it's like my dream or my aha book. I say mm-hmm. so teachers used to tell us I to do that, that all the time. I know. So mm-hmm. that's my that's my uh, journaling, <laughs> <go>. but because uh, <laughs> I don't get up that early, I'll try. But you know, it's tough. But yeah, definitely. And I and I love that inspiration. What about um, you? Know, I loved that you said about Instagram, and I know um, you share a lot of stuff on social media for mm. a lot of the programming. How do you feel like that's connected you to the community?
2: Or your, your community,
0: of your networking community. Oh,
2: well, that's huge. Yeah. Um, everyone's on it. Mm. And, you know, young people. Yeah. I'm you know, a little bit older now. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're all on it. So, you know, a couple of years ago, for me to just, I don't understand it. How does it work? Sure. And, and I'm going back even like eight years ago, you know, with students saying to me, I'll help you, I'll get you, and uh, now it's too confusing. And finally... Finally, it was like okay, now's the time. And about three years ago, just joining that, um, connecting with the students on it. Also, they're curious; they want to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and.
0: Um, like you're a real person. You're not just the professor in front of the room. It makes you real, and I think being real with your students and is, is huge. And, and current. I mean, I love that you said you, you know, you had this kind of wall up that you're, you're like maybe I didn't want to learn, but then now you're like I want to learn. Show me, you know, help me. And you know, we have to stay fresh and we have to keep current. And especially in our industries, and Michelle as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. technology is huge. I mean, it's ever changing. It's ever and and women in tech, we've got to bring
2: that to the forefront you know um and at the it's so interesting because at the end of the day it's really the same thing it's what we're doing right now we yes. just chatting and <laughs> yeah. having fun and yeah. it's the same thing it's just a, it's just a different different medium it's a different medium sure. a different format yeah, exactly. and once you learn it like even going when we first went to um webex virtual <laughs> oh my god i'm it was so scary. It was like terrifying. I, I literally, people would show me step by step by step, and the next thing I knew, I was like a whiz at it. And then I'd laugh with my students because I had more fun with them than I thought I was having face to face. We were playing Hollywood Squares because I saw them. <laughs> I saw them in a square, right? And I and then I would do like little fun quiz things and hold your paper up for your answers so they could all see it because they weren't talking. And it was a whole new format of communicating and it was okay because we were laughing even though we were laughing separately in our own little window (laughs) in our own room we were laughing and and I, th- I think it
1: helps you. It just helps you. Y- you learn, too, right? You know, because yeah. you can get stuck in, In you know, I'm comfortable with this. I'm not ready for TikTok yet, I'll tell you. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, Michelle. We'll get you on TikTok. We're going to do some of those. Like, no videos, you know, yeah. I know
0: we'll do yeah, that videos. Yeah, yeah. We'll get you on the fashion ones where you click your finger and you're in a different right gonna. I'd like you to learn new.
2: that, too. That gone, I don't know right? that
0: but you know what's interesting, um, Michelle, that, that, you know, we're all talking here. You deal with A lot in workforce development, you know, adult learners coming back after they've already have, you know, a four-year degree or a master's, or they want to switch careers in the middle. Um, And I think, you know, you are you know, your office has to stay current because you're teaching these adult learners that want to come back, you know, changing careers, having a different opportunity, getting back into a different time, you know, before like there was email and and things like mm-hmm. that. Share that experience of how it's been working with those. Well, I, I adult think learners. Uh,
1: working with, well, our adult learners are on the spectrum of, you know, sure. of, of their levels of, of, uh, Um, I guess you could say education competence, Mm -hmm. whatever. So you might have someone coming in, say they were working a job that was uh, like, for example, um, CNAs, I'll take CNAs, for example, you know, that that did things very like hands-on, right? And then all of a sudden with COVID, they had to use technology and apps and things to do their work and put, you know, put their reports in and things like that. Well, that was a real learning curve, you know? Um, And... So it was like a different way. And sometimes people come in and like, I've never, I haven't written a resume in years. I, I don't know what's important and what's relevant. So we try to give them all that, you know, because the workforce also, ex, um, we kind of overlap with career services sure. and career preparation and, and that, you know, people need to know how to interview, they need to know how to to um, yeah. put themselves out there, keywords, you know, on all those searches. It's a lot of the soft yes. skills it's, that yes. I feel
0: is lacking and I actually mm-hmm. did my dissertation on this that, you know, um, student a lot of people sometimes know the simple technology, mm-hmm. it's that other piece about communicating mm-hmm. and how to write properly and, you know, that they haven't done all those things. So it's, it's it's interesting that it kind of crosses paths with the adult learners and also, um, the, you know, our younger learners right. that are here. So it's a very, very powerful thing. Um, so what I wanted to do is before we wrap up, I do want Lisa to share her Instagram so we can follow you. Oh, <laughs>
2: sure. I need some new. I, I'm at 5,000. For me, that's a lot. Wow. I'm over 5,000. I Kudos. think in kind of the summer I didn't post and they suddenly dropped. And so so now I'm, I'm back. Well, let's share share with some of her followers,
0: the Baroness podcast, because I have to say I want to get this podcast out there. Mm -hmm. We have such these amazing women. Of course, obviously, the two of you, all of our previous recordings and all of our future recordings, we're really trying to connect with a lot of, uh, you know, listeners that I think would be really interested in this. So I I definitely want to say thank you so much for coming on. What's your what's your handle?
2: Oh, um, my handle, my hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, your handle for your Instagram. Oh, my Instagram is uh, Lisa Fashion Art. Very simple. Okay. Lisa Fashion Art. Yeah, Lisa you'll see it. Art. And I, I am an author, so my book cover Ooh. illustrations is on my little. I don't know. You know the technology guys. Yes, but so let me knowledge. let me yeah. announce. It. Lisa
0: is an author of the Beginner's Guide to Sketching the Fashion Figure.
2: Very awesome. That was an amazing journey. I That sure. was huge. That was huge. It took, you know, when you hear like these actors are like, it I was five years this. in the making. It was It really was like a five year in the making, even though it, only, it took a year to make, to, to write and draw. It was like really in prep work from the original editor that I met all the way until I got it published it was about five years. Wow. Wow. But
0: you know what? It speaks volumes. And and I've always said this, that RCBC has such powerful talent of the like the backgrounds of the people that they hire here is just so amazing. Like who would have thought that like you're here, (laughs) author, I mean, amazing from Manhattan. I mean, holy smokes, all your years in the fashion industry in New York and schooling and everything. I mean- such a powerhouse. And I have met, you
2: know, when you leave New York and, uh, you know, closer to yeah. Southern, you know, Southern New Jersey. Sure. And I have met the most amazing women in industry. And my students get so excited. I love New York. I love New York. I can't wait. Or I'm from it. When they yeah. say they're from it, then it's like, oh, my God. You know, we're, yeah. we're yeah, reconnected right, right away. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, sure. <laughs> Immediately. Sure. So I love it here for that reason that i've met just as just as exciting as it was for me in new york for all the years that i worked there Mm -hmm. i'm just as excited by meeting creative people people who are interesting people who want to share their ideas that's that's enough for me that's what keeps me going
0: and michelle how can we contact you through your email? How do
1: people want to reach out and connect with Michelle? For Workforce? Sure. Oh Well, it's Martin at rcbc.edu. And um, you can check out our upcoming events, uh, Startup Stars. Excellent. Um, which is rcbc.edu um, forward slash Startup Stars. That's awesome. happening on Wednesday evening for, um, you know, those wannabe um, business uh, owners and creators. That is such an awesome event. So- Every uh,
0: recording, what I do is I write down a whole bunch of words that we talked about throughout the, the the our time here, and I act as a hashtag. I put a hashtag in front of them, and then I'm going to ask each one of you to share if you had a personal hashtag, what would your hashtag be? So I'm going to read some of the keywords that came up today in our meeting, okay? F- hashtag fresh, hashtag stories, hashtag what's next, Technology, library, creativity, develop, connection, nurture, partners, hashtag engagement, community, fun, light, space, and pivot.
2: Those are great. Okay. I love them. All right.
0: So if you had your what's a hashtag that you that you would live by or that inspires you or that
2: is is you? I am going to say embrace your age. Because here we are talking (laughs) about young, midlife, even later on. And you need to embrace it all the time and take advantage of what's out there and connect. I love it. Michelle, how about you?
1: Well, I, I had an idea. But I just changed it listening to you. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, my hashtag is show up. I love it. I, I think that what you just said, just adding to that is just, you know, be present every single day. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Be aware, be present, show up, and you will reap the benefits. And so will all the other people you connect with. It's beautiful. I love both of those.
0: Um, and I want to share that our Women's Advocacy Group, you can check us out at rcbc.edu slash diversity. And then there is a link for the WAG. Um, and I do want to thank all of our committee members. Um, they are just a powerhouse. We're going to be very excited. We're gearing up for a great year of awesome events. So please Come back and check out the website, rcbc.edu slash diversity. Check out the Baroness podcast on the pod channel. You know, we still have library resources up and available from Women's History Month. So everyone listening can go and experience those, you know, and I just want to thank both of you for joining us today. It's been an amazing, amazing time speaking with you. And I want to thank all of our listeners. You've been listening to the RCBC Baroness podcast, which highlights women in leadership while encouraging listeners to build their skills, connect with the community and visualize the opportunities available to women in various professions. For more information about this podcast or other podcasts available on the RCBC Podcast Network, visit rcbc.edu slash podcast and be sure to subscribe to the RCBC podcast. Baroness Podcast, wherever you tune in for a female perspective into the Burlington County community. Take care. Thanks.
2: You've been listening to the RCBC Baroness Podcast, which highlights women in leadership while encouraging listeners to build their skills, connect with the community, and visualize the opportunities available to women in various professions. For more information about this podcast or other podcasts available on the RCBC Podcast Network, visit rcbc.edu slash podcast. And be sure to subscribe to the RCBC Baroness Podcast, available on all streaming platforms.